Welcome to The Daily Stoic, where each day we read a short passage designed to help you cultivate the strength, insight, wisdom necessary for living the good life. Each one of these passages is based on the 2,000-year-old philosophy that has guided some of history's greatest men and women. For more, you can visit us at dailystoic.com. Welcome to another episode of Ask Daily Stoic. You send in questions, we answer them. Inspired by Stoicism, I'm dropping my papers like crazy. So today's question is, how can I get better at saying no? This is something I am really bad at, and I I get the feeling that the Stoics were not great at it naturally anyway. I mean, Seneca couldn't have been too good at saying no because he agreed to work for Nero, and he refused to leave for far too long. But, you know, in meditations, Marcus Aurelius, he says, like, ask yourself in every moment, is this essential? Like, do I need to do it? Is it a real obligation? Is it actually important? And the truth is, a lot of the things that we get pressured into doing are not necessary, right? They're, they're things that we're doing because everyone else is, are, is doing them. We're doing them because they showed up in our inbox. We're doing them because somebody offered us some amount of money for them. We're not really asking, is this essential? Is this what I was put on the planet to do? If this was by lo- the last day of my life, would I do it? And so if we can ask ourselves this question, I think generally we'll be better. Um, I have a sign above my desk that a, a guy named Jonathan Fader, he's a brilliant sports psychologist, he sent it to me. It's a picture of Oliver Sacks in his office. Oliver Sacks in the picture is on the phone. And then above him is a sign and it just says N-O exclamation point. And it's just a reminder to me, like, I have to say no. Early on in your career, you have to say yes to everything because you're trying to get established. But as you get older, you realize like, oh man, I don't have an unlimited amount of time. I don't have unlimited resources. I have to say no to things. And I will say that one of the things that having kids has helped me with is realizing, I think before I was okay harming myself and harming even my wife or my health um, by saying yes to things I didn't need to be doing that was too much for me to do. But now that I have kids, I realize like, oh, I am taking this time from them. I promised them all my time. Now, obviously, I have to claw some of that back for work, right? But beyond that, beyond the things that required to survive, to, you know, to, to feel fulfilled as a human being myself, everything left over belongs to my two sons. And so the idea that I'm just going to fritter that away because somebody wants me on their podcast or someone sent me some random email or someone wants to pay me $10 to go do something is ridiculous, right? You are you are saying yes, you're saying no to something else. So one of the things I always think about is what am I saying no to? And is that actually a more important thing? So one of the questions we get the most often, this is a conference like, how do I teach my kids about Stoicism? Well, you know, the, the Stoics, like when you look at Cato's life and Seneca's life and Marcus Aurelius's life, one of the things they had, it wasn't their parents teaching them about Stoicism, although Cato clearly taught his daughter Portia about it, is that they had really great tutors. So that's one of the things I'm thinking about with my kids is obviously school is important. Obviously, it's legally an, an obligation. But like who are teachers or tutors I can bring into their life on a one-off basis or for a month or for a year? Who are really great instructors I could bring in and have them teach them. And so obviously there's not really like a whole contingent of Stoic tutors, but maybe there are people who are experts in specific things that are pertaining to Stoicism. So if those four virtues, maybe a way to think about this is like the four virtues of Stoicism are wisdom, justice, temperance, and courage. Who is a teacher you can bring into your kid's life 
that can teach them about those four things? Or if you can't afford that, what are four books that, or, or four movies or four stories or four historical places you can go to teach them about those four concepts? And how can you do that on a regular and recurring basis? So I think teachers is really important. Cato had a Stoic teacher. Seneca was a Stoic teacher. Epictetus was taught by Musonius. Uh, Mark Surrealist was taught by this guy named Judas Rusticus. So who is your Stoic teacher for you and for your kids? That's a really important question. The other thing is don't think about Stoicism as this thing you know and you are teaching to your kids. I think a better way to think about it would be thinking about it as something you're learning together. So Seneca talks about how he says, like, when you're reading my letters, assume that we are laying in the same hospital ward together. We're both sick. We're both trying to get better. So don't think about Stoicism as something you've mastered and you're passing along to your kids. Think about it as something you're learning with your kids, that you guys are like learning this together. You're like studying together. You're reading, you're listening to this podcast together, you're sharing the Instagram clips together, you know, you're, you're emailing passages back and forth, you know, you're going on a trip to Rome together, like you are doing this together because you're both sick and you're both trying to get better. To me, that's the great way. And then the ultimate way to teach your kids about stoicism, and this seems obvious, but it needs to be said, is by example. Don't tell your kids about justice and temperance and wisdom and courage. Prove those things to them. Embody those things. That's what Epictetus says. Don't talk about your philosophy. Embody it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. And so at the core of Stoicism, the way I think it's best expressed is ultimately by example. So the question, the last question for today is, how do I start a journaling habit in 2020? So I'm a little biased in that we make the Daily Stoic Journal. Can't recommend it highly enough. Hopefully, you know, I've talked about don't, don't talk about it, be about it. I do the Daily Stoic Journal every morning. There's a question in the morning and, and you, you reflect on it as you begin the day. And the idea is that you end the day by reflecting on how you did, you know, per the intention that you set. But I think the easiest way to start a journaling habit, and I've recommended this a bunch of times, I use a journal called the One Line a Day Journal. I'm on my third year of it. But you, you go through and you, you just write one sentence every day. So there's a mothering version and a father version and a parenting version and a college version. There's all these different versions. I just have a, a one and I write one sentence every day. It is really easy to write one sentence per day. So instead of thinking about this, how do I, how do I start journaling? How do I have a journaling habit? It's more like what is the least amount of journaling that I can do and start there, right? And so I think that's a, that's a, an easy, nice one. Um, it could just be writing down a quote from one of the Stoics each morning and then kicking it around. You know, it could just be, you know, keeping a workout log. Like start with something really small or easy. And I think that's a way to start start the journaling. Um, as far as other things with journaling, um, there's some other great journals. The bullet journal is great. The five-minute journal, also really easy. Like Starting a journaling habit is hard. Journaling for five minutes is easy. So when, when you think about these habits that are intimidating or difficult or that you've tried and failed at before, I think what the Stokes would, would recommend is start with something really easy and build on it. Epictetus talks about fueling the habit bonfire. Like how can you just get a spark going and then add to it from there? So it doesn't have to be this intense journaling conversation with yourself for pages and pages and pages. It takes years to work. It's like if you wanted to start meditating, Meditate for 30 seconds. Don't try to meditate on a 30-day silent meditation retreat. That's going to be really intimidating and hard. So start small and then build. You know, my journaling habit is probably seven or eight years old now. And, and, and as a result, 
I'm, I've worked myself up to a place where it's natural and effortless. And when I don't do it, it's almost painful, but it took me a while to get there. And this one line a day journal was a big breakthrough for me. So thanks for listening. Keep your questions coming. You can send them to info at dailystoic.com and we will keep doing this every weekend for you on YouTube and on the podcast. <laughs>